You're listening to Arc Radio Podcast. Assalamu alaikum. Listeners, you are here with Cash from Boots and Beards uh, on the Muslim Life Show. Uh, we like to discuss various topics, but today we are going to be talking about uh, smoking and shisha. Uh, shisha seems to be a very popular pastime these days, so we just want to find out what the, the, the benefits, if any, uh, are and the, the, the effects they have on, on the human body itself. Uh, as always, I have my co-presenter here, uh, Nav from Boots and Beards as well. Salam alaikum. Wa alaikum salam. And Zen. Salam alaikum. Wa alaikum salam. And in the studio today also, we have two guests. Uh, one is Dr. Nadeem Bhatti. Salam alaikum, Dr. Bhatti. Wa alaikum salam. And also, we have uh, 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 Mr. Imran Butt from Chunky Chicken. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam, brother. So, uh, as I said before, we are going to be talking about smoking and shisha. Uh, now, are we going... No, sorry. So, I said we're going to be talking about smoking and shisha. Uh, uh, what, are we going to talk about the best brands, uh, best flavours of shisha, no, or, or the cheapest? That's, we, we, that's for the later on talk. That's for the pirate, that's for the pirate show. Oh, uh, okay. We're talking about the, the not the benefits of shisha. So... The, the the important stuff whether we should be doing it what are the implications of uh, uh, why do people do it so maybe talk about that as well yeah right okay excellent excellent uh, Doctor Butty as yourself you you are a GP uh, in the West End um, do do you have a, a lot of patients coming in with uh, smoking problems oh like what percentage would you say well um, s- smoking problems uh, that's a big percentage of, of the population remember cigarettes if you're talking about cigarettes then that's been around for you know what the last hundred years or so people have been smoking in the form of, of, of these little cigarette sticks so we've got a lot of data showing that smoking basically isn't very good for you okay so there's a lot of data about that and we've got a lot of research and you know we're talking you know decades worth of information um so you know and it you know remember that the effects of smoking are not just about the effects on your lungs it's the effects that it has on your blood vessels causes things to clog up in your blood vessels uh causes damage to your nerves uh so what it does is it's not it's things like uh you know, problems with heart attacks, strokes, uh, angina. Um, I'm going to come in, you know. All sorts of things like that, as well as things like bronchitis, asthma, lung cancer, okay. all that kind of thing. That, the whole so, shebang. Yeah, so there's, the, <coughs> there's a lot of diseases uh, yes. uh, that occur with smoking. Um, but as you said, there's a lot of statistics about with, with the cigarette smoking. Uh, is there any statistics for shisha at the moment? Well, this is the interesting thing. If you're specifically talking about shisha smoking, Although shisha smoking, well, uh, although shisha smoking has actually been around for longer than cigarettes, because people have been smoking shishas and uh, and in various forms for centuries, uh, chillam, hookah, nargil—that sometimes they call it. Um, but the amount of research is much, much less. Right. Much, much less. Yeah. Okay. So and it's yeah. Right. Excellent. So, so just to kind of set the scene before we go into our guests, um, just a bit of background on shisha. Uh, shisha smoking dates back at least 500 years and originates from the Middle Eastern regions of the world, including Egypt, India and Turkey. 
Today it's popular. Uh, it's a popular social activity for all ages, especially amongst young people, and tends to be smoked either in the home or in shisha cafes. So what is shisha and how is it smoked? Basically, shisha is a mixture of tobacco, sugar and fruit flavourings or fruit. It tends to be smoked through a water pipe by heating the shisha in a bowl at the top of the pipe, then bubbling it through water in the base of the pipe. Other names such as hoka, goza, nargil, shisha or hubble bubble. I like hubble bubble. <laughs> <laughs> so just a few facts and figures I got from the British Heart Foundation and the NHS website. Um, Basically, it says a 45-minute shisha session delivers 36 times more tar, 8.4 times more carbon monoxide and 1.8 times more nicotine than a single cigarette. Shisha pipe smoking can cause many diseases and has side effects. And flavoured shisha tobacco is still harmful. It's just sweetened using fruit essences or dried fruit. So with with those stati- uh, stati- statistics, <laughs> statistics um, you can obviously see that uh, smoking and, and shisha and cigarettes, they have very much a lot in common. Uh, Imran, just on to yourself now. Uh, as I said before, you are a casual smoker. Yes, I am. Yeah. You, could you just um, give us an insight on, on why you do smoking? Well, how much you smoke? Um, to be honest with you, um, I started off um, just somewhat in high school with my mates and you know just trying to feel part of a group um and it just started off from there really was it peer pressure it wasn't peer pressure it was just um because if your boy smoked then your friends and that yeah, yeah. you just want to sort of like yeah come on fit in with yeah, the crowd and stuff that yeah. sort of a thing it wasn't peer pressure that i had to smoke but it's just something that i had to um in a way i thought well, let's just try it and see what it's all about okay so, um, are you currently still smoking at the moment? Yes, yes I am. Not so much that I'm proud of, but yes, I am. Yes. You are. So, so it's a habit you've had for... For, for uh, a good number of years, good, yeah. Right, okay. So, with that, you, you started off smoking because you were with your friends and they were all smoking as well. Yeah. Um, why do you currently still smoke at the moment? Um, is well, it just because it's a habit or do you have yes, other factors? without a doubt, it still is a habit. Um, it's something that... If you don't have on a daily basis, um, you feel very um, different, you feel very angry, you feel frustrated. Um, in a way, it just depends on your day-to-day life. Um, my, my life in general is very busy. Okay. Um, with my family as well as um, the line of work I'm in. Okay. Um, and it does help me. Uh, unfortunately, it's not um, somewhat good for you, but it helps me on a day-to-day basis. So it, you could say that it's uh, is it medicinal. St- is it stress based then? Well, the everything. It's just it's just a habit. Just having that um, that cigarette in, in between your fingers, you know, in your mouth and everything. Stress does play a big part in it. Um, what's it called? The more stressed you are, the more you do smoke. A right. lot of people, um, when they're stressed, they turn to food. They turn to say gambling. Um, I turn to cigarettes. Okay, so um, uh, Doctor Bertie, that's interesting there that he's saying he's talking about stress causing him to carry on smoking. Uh, is that something you find in a lot of your patients? <coughs> Absolutely, and I think Imran described that really well. Uh, he was very honest and authentic about that. Um, and uh, absolutely, stress is I think a big part of it. But I think um, what he described which I think was really interesting, was that the idea that you're doing it to fit in with your mates originally. Because a lot of people, when they start smoking, they do it at an age when they're not that stressed. You know, they're still at school, they're at college, 
And they're actually, I, th I, I, I think that they're doing it to fit in with the peer group, um, to pr you know, promote a certain image of themselves. I mean, it wasn't that long ago, you know, back, I mean, cigarettes have been around for a long time. My granddad was a soldier uh, in World War II and he was given cigarettes as part of his rations. You know, when they watched movies, they, they saw the, the, the hero having two cigarettes, lighting up one and giving one to the hero. It's quite the, the Marlboro Man. It was, it was seen, Mar yeah, the Marlboro Man. Yeah, exactly. It was seen as a romantic, exciting thing. It's quite prominent it's in, quite in prominent. films and stuff. Yeah, Exactly. I mean, in a way, I think it's a bit like the way Shisha's seen now by a lot of the youth that's seen as something exciting, different, a bit glamorous. A bit popular. A, a bit unpopular as well. Um, and, you know, just the fact that we don't have the research about Sisha just now, I think, give it another 10, 20 years' time, um, we're going to have the same kind of um, ideas about Sisha that we do about cigarettes now. Right. So, <coughs> Dr. before the exam break, you gave us some, you gave us a, a kind of brief intro about smoking, how long it's been going on for and stuff like that. And, but do you know what? You, you could throw all the health statistics at someone's face. They're still going to do it. And the worst thing is, doctors do it, right? They go yeah. and nurses do it, yeah. right? Yep. So it's like if they're doing it, I mean, it's like... They, mu they must be stressed too then, don't <laughs> they? <laughs> must be yeah. stre stressed too. But I think if you think about it, then you've got to weigh up. Well, if someone sees a doctor doing it yeah. during the break time, then obviously yeah. it's like... You know, it's like it's like leading the blind sort of thing. No, well, well, no, look, um, what all I'm saying is, look, people take risks, okay? It's what is acceptable for you as a risk, okay? Um, so, yeah, some doctors do smoke. Very small proportion of them now compared to when I was at uni. In fact, I, I remember when I, uh, I went to visit Pakistan, uh, one of the medical colleges, all the students there were smoking. But... I think after a while you find that a lot of doctors will give up and the culture in the NHS now is, look, this is now a thing of the past. We now need to give this up. Even now, you know, there were, until about five, ten years ago, you could smoke in the hospital grounds. That all, that's all stopped now. Yeah, that's so right. They just, they just won't allow you to even smoke in the hospital grounds. They're making grounds. it harder for people they're to... Making it, they're, making it, they're making it harder. So there is... You're right, you know, we all do things that we shouldn't do. How many Asians here eat tons of spices uh, all the spices aren't so good for us actually believe it or not yeah. cause we erosions in your stomach they you know they cause other things but we do it okay because it's an acceptable risk and tastes uh, good and it <laughs> okay, it tastes good yeah um, but um, it was a fire in the hole exactly yeah but but the thing is it's like what is that acceptable risk for you you know uh, and I think it's it's uh, the job of people like me is to say look these are the risks but you're all adults you can now decide from this what you want to do. But government may be different. Government, they may say, well, actually, these are the risks, but we're going to actually put a law down and stop you from doing this. I mean, look, we all know that if you wear uh, seatbelts, you're less likely to have an accident in your car. Um, but, you know, um, people that don't wear seatbelts still get away with it. But Should they're, more, they're, they're more at risk, obviously. <clears throat> Uh, if yeah. in an accident and stuff obviously yeah. if you know. I mean, a government, government can say look we, we, doctors can recommend look 
you, it'd be better to wear a seatbelt, but we, we, we can't pass a law. We can't say you can't do that. So, in, in essence, you're, you're saying basically um, people have got a choice to smoke or not to smoke. You know, yeah. that, that's entirely up to them. Yeah. With, with the, every, all the, the campaigns that are out there in the community of all the, the effects of smoking. But at the end of the day, if you're an adult, it is your choice to smoke. Yeah. And the government passing any law, um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't feel myself that they're going to do anything like that to, to stop you from smoking. Um, it's just because they probably make too much money off it anyway. Well, absolutely. I mean, the, while we're talking about smoking, the biggest thing that they make money off is uh, alcohol. Um, the, the, nobody's going to stop that in a hurry. Uh, but it's it's probably a bigger risk than uh, than cigarettes, to be honest with you, to the NHS. You were asking me how many patients do I get. I think the number of people in the NHS, in NHS hospital beds, the biggest number by far and away is uh, people that are in there indirectly or directly due to alcohol-related diseases. Right, okay. Um, so, you know, I think coming on the show, one of the things, though, that I've realised that is cigarettes, people pretty much know that it's not something that's good for you, that there is a risk. They want to do it. It's, it's you know, that's a choice that they make. With shisha, I think we're still at the stage where people are smoking it, thinking that there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, people, people are people are thinking it happens in the Middle East. Uh, they've been to Dubai a few times. I've seen locals doing it, and they want to just copy the culture over here. And I've, that, it's good that you touched on that because in Dubai, uh, at least going back ten, fifteen years, and when I've been back every year, there's cafes out there that are totally different to shisha cafes today, as in they're well lit old men playing chess or cards and you know traditional very much traditional you still get that uh, but on the other hand you know you get ma- majority of shisha cafes nowadays is loud music dark rooms you've got bhangra and uh, rap groups in there it's very much a nightclub ambience yeah so people i think i think not everyone goes there just to smoke shisha but just for the atmosphere yeah as well okay so yeah well i, I would say that <coughs> Shisha is in a sort of way is like in this country. If if uh, someone wants to go out and relax or have a good time, they, they'll probably go to a nightclub or or a pub or something, you know, just to you know, just for a social gathering or something. So maybe in the Middle East, that's what they used instead of pubs, obviously. Instead of well, I think they the, used shisha cafes, sort of thing. I, I think you're right. I think the brother made a really good point that you know, the cigarettes were an access to. Being with your peer group, being with your mates. Okay. I mean, I think that was the that's the thing that a lot of people they want to be with their mates. Now, if somebody had come along at that stage and said, "Look, you can still be with your mates, but you don't have to smoke," but that probably wasn't an option then. It probably felt like the only way I'm going to fit in here is by picking up a cigarette. I don't know what you think about well, that. Well, I mean, to be honest with you, um, I'm not originally from Glasgow. I'm from Manchester, but me growing up in the 80s obviously compared to how the youngsters are now growing up in the 80s was completely different so um the area that i stayed in most of the most of my mates went to the same school so in a way that does play a part in it where um you want to be part of it but that's it was your sort of personal choice sort of a thing but i cho- i chose to try that cigarette why? Because um, my dad used to smoke. So I used to see my dad um, probably cigarettes in his pocket or you could tell when he's come home he's had a cigarette, could you smell it off him? So 
I thought to myself, it's probably a. I thought, well, if dad can smoke, probably I can smoke. And by me saying that now, I mean, I've got, mashallah, three kids. Um, I'm, I so try. Do you, do you not find that, okay, so that, that, that happened from your dad, this kicked off. Yeah. You, would, you, would you say you're a bit more cautious of when you're smoking? Or when you. Do you have a can of deodorant in your car so you spray yourself <laughs> before you go home or something? Or, or can your kids know that, dad, you've had a smoke? My kids know that uh, I've had a cigarette. But Are you concerned I, about that? Yeah. Are you concerned about yes, that? Yes, I am, because I wouldn't like my kids to smoke. But um, I try and do what I can to not let them find out that I've had a cigarette in the sense that um, I'll probably go around the corner okay um, I'll probably first things first uh, I don't smoke inside the house okay um, if my kids are in the car I don't smoke in the car okay I'll go around the corner um, deodorant does play a part in it okay <laughs> um, and um, when when I'm in the house I don't smoke as much which is a bit funny really I mean I could be sat at home all day and I'll probably only just have probably two cigarettes because you have to go outside. But it's just when I go towards my car and I'm sat in the car, I'm going towards work or if I'm at work, that's where it happens quite a lot. So do you, do you think that um, when you're on your own, you tend to smoke more? Yes. So yes. you should have your kids around you 24-7? Without then, a doubt. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, my loved ones. My loved ones, yes. Can I ask you, Imran, brother, if, wh- wh- how do you, uh, do you, do you fast during Ramadan? Uh, no, no, no. Okay. No, why is that? Is that because of the cigarettes? Um, to be honest with you, I don't really have an answer for that. It could cigarettes do play a part in it. Uh, cigarettes do help me during the day a lot. Um, okay. If I don't have a cigarette, uh, my family are witness to it. I do get very cranky. I get very angry over little small things. So, uh, okay. so have you tried shisha? Shisha. Yes, pen. I have tried shisha. I can't smoke shisha. I, I take one puff and I cough away, which is weird. I smoke cigarettes, but I can't smoke shisha. Right, okay. So we can all agree shisha smoke is just as dangerous as cigarette smoke. The only difference is how, how the smoke is produced. It, and Dr. Ndeem, is, is, is the smoke a important bit? Or is it more of smoking the actual cigarette? Or is it both just as harmful? Oh, you mean is, is shisha less harmful than cigarettes? Is that what you're trying to ask No, me? no, the, when, sure. when they both produce some more. The yes. smoke, the smoke is just as harmful as actually smoking the cigarette as well. See, as far as I know, shisha is you don't actually take it inside you. You you kind of take it in, but you take it back out. As far as I no. know, do I know is that wrong? No, no, yeah, no. smoking is going into your lungs. Yes, no. C- cigarettes you inhale, but uh, I'm sure you inhale. Where sm- shisha is more, can I use kind of in your mouth sort of thing? No, 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 no. I don't know where you guys are getting that idea from. Okay, no, well, that's why I used to. In do. fact, if anything, if anything. Um, the shisha is more dangerous from the point of view that you're actually inhaling for longer. You're taking a much longer draw right. or drag, as they say. Uh, the smoke is going down into your lungs for so longer. Pe- so, it's just talking, so people actually do that because they want to impress their, their friends. And I, can do big, a bigger, I can do a bigger bubble than you. So they, that's what they'll take deeper breaths. Um, uh, well, they, well they're, they're taking deeper breaths. You're also you're actually taking in more smoke per session okay. than you would a cigarette I think I read somewhere that when you have a cigarette you probably have an average maybe 8, eight draws on a cigarette okay. roughly yeah it's roughly about that roughly about that with a shisha pipe you're probably like in an hour you're probably taking a draws of about maybe 30 20 or 30 okay draws in, a, in an hour 
And remember, the, the thing about the, the cigarette is, you have a cigarette, maybe last maybe five minutes, ten minutes. Yeah. Shisha, um, you're in there for maybe an hour. Okay, usually people are in there for about an hour. And also remember, there's the secondhand smoke that you're smoking as well. Yeah, so that's where my question was going from, ah. about the smoke that was produced from smo- um, cigarettes or shisha. Obviously, it produces smoke and you can get the secondary smoke. Oh, secondary smoke, yes. So you are, there are, there are definitely people around. Yeah, absolutely. There are, there, there are secondary uh, smoke effects. The only problem that I can see that is with the cigarettes and the shishas, there's like data that goes back about 50 years with cigarettes. With shisha, we don't have that yet. I mean, it's very, it's really in the early stages. Um, but all the indications that I can see is that it, it probably can cause as many, if not more, problems than the shisha, than the cigarettes, uh, because of the chemicals and things like that. I mean, chem- uh, cigarettes, I read somewhere, there's about 3,000 chemicals. Part of me thinks, right, see the shisha out now, there's loads of flavours, there's loads of yeah. flavours, okay, and, and they sound yeah. quite exotic and they look quite, quite juicy and <laughs> get your mouth watering some of them as well, but you think... It's not you one know, of your five a day. Some, yeah, some, <laughs> some, some, some of these flavours obviously are, weren't available 500, 400 years ago. It must be quite simple. Do you think, do you not think maybe then it was, the stuff that was available wasn't that lethal as it is maybe available today on the market? Could be a bit more purer. Again, we don't have the statistics, so we can't really say that. I mean, you know, 500 years ago, how many people smoked um, hookah and got ill from it? Remember, these people were also a lot healthier than half of the people nowadays. They were out working. Um, and when I mean working, they were out in the fields. They sweated. Very few people even sweat nowadays. Yeah. Um, we, you know, the, you might get some exercise at a gym, um, maybe once a week, and that's about it. These people were were eating pure foods. They worked out in the sun. They had manual work. Um, they didn't have processed foods the way that we have now. Yeah. Uh, and this might have been their one thing that they did once a week, and got together with a bunch of guys in the evening and played dominoes. And yeah, okay, okay, excellent. Uh, I mean, regarding come come back to you. You see, you haven't tried shisha. You, 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 it doesn't. Well, it doesn't. It doesn't. Uh, it, it doesn't do it for you. No, it's not. It's not my cup of tea. It doesn't do it for you, right? Um, but smoking does. Yes. Okay. So, um, so have you? Uh, well, if I can just jump in yeah. here, um, have you tried to stop smoking? Yes, I only lasted like half an hour. Half an hour. Yeah. So yeah. we well, give up very easily. Right. Okay. So, Doctor Butty, obviously, there's a there's a willpower thing involved. I know you can go to um, pharmacies and your doctor and stuff, and they can provide you with patches or or some tablets or something uh, to help you stop smoking. Um, but at the end of the day, I think willpower plays a lot more into it, uh, if you want to completely See, I, stop. I, I, come on with that, Doctor Butty. It's like people are saying that they have they've, they've, they've taken on shisha because. It's they find that they are smoking less than than cigarettes, and it's less obviously more cheaper as well, sort of thing. Um, but you find that they're, they're smoking less. Yeah. People who are smoking ten, yeah. twenty, thirty deck a day. Yeah. Now basically, just would you go smoking this pen, and then that's it. Yeah. Uh, well, would you what would you say to that? And I mean, you <clears throat> well, you know what? I, I've heard that a few times, and 
for some people it's actually true um, because obviously having a shisha you can't just carry it around in your back pocket so it might be something you, you do yeah shisha pens yeah, yeah. yeah shisha pens now that oh shisha pens right okay they're available as well so they're um, using them do they, have, do they have nicotine in them the shisha yeah. pens well, uh, that, but that's the thing now you can get uh, you know you can get oils with different strengths you get what three milligrams you get six milligrams you get zero milligrams but people are now doing it just because they want to blow they want to yeah. Inhale and blow something out. I, I think if you're getting these things and you're actually grading them down uh, in nicotine concentration, then actually I think that can be a way to if it if it gets you off a yeah. twenty thirty yeah. cigarette habit a day, then that's not a bad idea. But the, the, and the, the, and the, actually, it has been shown people have been um, even the, the, the I think it's the BMA have been saying well actually it could be something that could be used to help people yeah. come off. So so what what, what you are, are, are kind of uh, in favour not in favour of is shisha bars where people makes up a fresh pineapple and he sticks a, pine, a pipe in it and you don't know what's going in there you don't know what quantity of nicotine is going in there and they're just sucking away sort of thing. Well, you know that's, that's a dangerous that's a dangerous bit. You're, you're not you're in a shisha bar and you, you don't know what you're smoking. You don't know how fresh that nicotine is. You don't know what quantity of nicotine it is. The yeah. guy who's basically paid up, he's probably just he just got he just got a spoonful of it, stick it in, and then that's it. Well, well, you don't know what you're getting, but you know, again, my my own feeling about this is that um, you know people take on a risky behaviour because um, there's something that they're getting out of it, and even with cigarettes, there's something that people are getting out of a cigarette having a cigarette that they that they that they want there are risks associated but there's something that they want now that what that thing that they might want might be the the companionship might be the peer pressure it might be just because they don't know what else to do in their board and what, what I often say is try and actually grind down to what it is you're actually getting out of it if you can figure out what the positive thing is you're getting out of that behavior then you can probably find another way to get that behavior, that that positive thing without doing that um, activity. So, you know, for some people it might be that they want to hang out with their friends. Well, hang out with their friends, but you don't have to have the cigarette. Yeah. You, know, it, you know, it may be that, um, you know, you, you, people want to meet up and just chat. I mean, I've been to shisha bars where, you know, I've noticed that for, for a start, people are actually just ch talking to each other. Whereas when you go to a place where people sell alcohol people tend to be a bit more solitary they're not as sociable whereas in shisha bars I think that's part of the attraction that they it's, it's behind social. closed doors it's, it is very, very it's very much behind closed doors whereas yeah. if you go to Dubai somewhere it'll be outside a cafe where you can see and you can see who's sitting there and people are just doing it uh, but whereas the ones you get in Glasgow they are very you have to go inside but I, I sometimes think, I think sometimes you have to get they don't let you in. Uh, it's like uh, you know, at some. Yeah, sometimes they, they don't let you in. But I think in this country, it's it's illegal actually to have shisha but cafes in a in a closed building. Anyway, you have to have, um, I think, one wall free or something, well, or the roof that, free. They've, they've they've worked around that and then built you know different uh, ventilations. Yeah. They got ventilations in there. That's the legality thing. side of things. Right. Okay. Okay. So I think it's, it's still very kind of like it's like a dark room and it's all like fun and games. You've got MTV up in the wall and sort of thing and and people are lo are loving that. They're loving it because nobody can see in and they don't know who's going in. They don't know who's going out. The way I see it is you're killing off a generation. These are people who are brought up <coughs> who who have been started doing this for, for the past five years. These five years they've just lost that time. And, and and they're hooked on to a pastime which was going to go on. They've, you're actually losing. You're actually killing a generation here. That's the way I see it.
Okay, well, we've got a, a question from a, a sister. She wants to remain anonymous. Um, she has said, uh, with a perspective on from Islam, uh, aren't you afraid more of God, uh, of of, uh, of smoking, than hiding it from your children? I take it that she was talking about yourself, Imran, when you were talking about um, not smoking in front of your kids. Well, I mean, to be honest with you, what do you call a parent's, uh, a kid's role model, shall we say? Yeah. So a lot of kids, a role model is one of them things where people look at footballers. Basically, if you're in sport, if you like football, who's, who's your normal role model that people see? Messi, Ronaldo, you know, players like that. But what they call as a father point of view, I wouldn't... I, I didn't like to see my dad smoke. Okay. So, obviously, I don't want my kids seeing me smoke. I mean, yes, smoking is bad, but, what's it called, um, it's just something that but everyone has their per personal choice. But uh, I believe the question was with, with regards to an Islamic ruling. Yes. And, obviously, having your, your feed of Allah subhanahu wa as well, um, do you find, don't, don't you feel that you should feed it more from Allah? I personally don't know the Islamic ruling on, on smoking and cigarettes and shisha. I don't know if yourself, you, do you know, Dr. Buddy? Basically, anything that harms your body, you know. It is wrong, know. I know. Well, well there, there is that saying as well that obviously, if anything harms your body or you're if um, anything intoxicated, anything that makes you lose your mind and consciously, whether it be for five seconds, two seconds, whatever, then it's not, it's not, it's not uh, what do you call allowed. I mean, I'm not an Islamic scholar. I mean, I've heard people say that it's makru, um, rather than haram. But, you know, um, I think as Muslims, uh, we always want to strive towards bettering ourselves and improving yeah. ourselves. So anything, I think, that um, any kind of activity you take on where you can improve yourself, I think, is is a good thing. Yeah. And it's admirable. Um, and, um, you know, but I think it's important to be honest about yourself to start with if you're not honest with yourself you can't even begin to improve things yeah. so I think that's you know Alhamdulillah I think it's I think it's really good that the brother's come in and he's been honest about um, something he does and I think w once you have that then you've got a base where you can build up but I think you know I think yeah we always want to try and Im improve ourselves no yeah, yeah I, 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 I understand that completely I myself I have tried um, smoking in the past um, but I have never felt like it's something for me you know obviously with all the health risks involved that's probably played more on my mind rather than actually you know dealing with a lot of people out smoking and stuff oh it's a cool thing to do I should go be doing that as well so I, I try and teach my kids that as well I, I, I won't say no don't smoke I, I will try and discourage them another way by showing them well this is what happens to your lungs like you can just go on to you know Google and the internet and stuff, and you can image lungs that have been people who've been smoking and the picture of the lungs. You can just show them that and say, "This is what happened to your lungs. These are these are the health risks." So, and let let the child make up their mind. And and is it a good thing or a bad thing? I find that's better than actually just telling them off. Can, can I ask you guys a, a question? Obviously, I mean, it'd be it'd be it'd be great if people could phone in and and see what they think about this, but. You know, sometimes I'll I'll have I see younger people and they are going to these shisha bars, and you know they're with their pals, they're having a good time. Uh, sometimes there are there are other girls there as well, or or they'll maybe just girls on their own having a a, a night out. Now, um, 
some of them will actually say, well, look, what else are we supposed to do? Okay. Now, what would you say to them? Because, you know, you know, if you said, well, okay, there's something else that you can do, what, what would your answer well, be? Well, my answer to that would be, the, I grew up in this country, right? See, when I was growing up, we didn't have shisha bars. We kept ourselves occupied, right? It was through me, all the, all the boys played football. Street right? football. We played street football. We went and got chased by the parkies. You know what I mean? We played football in the parks and we played football. We'd done all that. Two-man hunt, all these sort of things. It was brilliant. And that's how we, that, and that's how we got out with it. And then the school came along and that's fine. So if, we, if and at that time we didn't even have computer games either. Remember, some of these are, these, these are 17, 18-year-olds, 19, 20-year-olds right. doing this now. So I don't think they're going to play two-man hunt. Yeah, I don't think they're going <laughs> to be doing that either. <laughs> so obviously if you get, the more you, older you get, you feel like you can do more things. You know, you're becoming more of an adult and you want to go out there and experience other things. Apart from two man hunt, <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I think laziness comes plays a big part to it as well. They, 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 they are, it's, a, it's, a, it's an easy cop out. You know, I mean, the mates are going in; they don't have to lift a ball, they don't have to do anything. Just pick me up, I'll be ready. We'll go down, pay for it, and then and just basically well, inhale. I, I, I would it. I would say from our previous generations, uh, from our parents, it was a, it was more of a no, you can't do this. No, you can't do this. No, you can't do this. Without actually giving an explanation of why you can't do it. Um, so I think giving an explanation to our kids first before saying no, it actually probably is a better way of uh, trying to get them away from either smoking, shisha, alcohol, or whatever it is. How, what, what would you do if you if your kid came up to you and said, um, I'd like to smoke them run? Well, you had to put me on the spot there, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> if your kid, if your kid was to say, "Dad, I'm going to it's, it's, it's my 18th birthday party. I want to go to Shisha Bar." What would you say? Well, I mean, to be honest with you, um, I'd like take me with you. <laughs> <laughs> um, be daddy. <laughs> I mean, to be honest with you, it, it, it all depends. It all depends. It, it, every parent's different. Um, some people are very strict, saying no, no, no. Um, Obviously, when my kids grow up, times are going to be different, you know. Um, but as a parent, I would obviously advise no. I would say not really, but then it's up to the child's um, individual. It's up to him like, if he wants to go or not. I don't know if I would support you or not. Dean, you asked a question about you. Very quiet. Oh, um, you, you, you're a married man. You've got a couple of kids. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think I think it's a difficult. Uh, I think it's a difficult one. My kids are quite young, um, but I think um, I would. I think I think you've you've got to um, be the change. The change that you want to see in them, you have to have in yourself. So I think that I would have to do things to show them that look, you want to have a good time. You can do it this way. So that might mean being more involved and showing them that there's. Other things that they can do, they don't yeah. have to do. It doesn't. It doesn't help when the, when the parent or the dad has got a, a, a shisha pipe in his bedroom upstairs. Okay, for yeah, a start. Absolutely, right? that's that's. Some that's, people have got that. Yeah. Some people have got that. They can buy them from the shops, uh, and they can buy the clothes, all that, and they've got them lying in the house. So it doesn't help when you've got this thing lying in the house, and kids are, are seeing it every day. It, maybe it's not getting used every every day. It only gets brought out when there's a gathering. 
Okay, whether it's Eid, whether it's what you call someone's birthday party, or the, all the uncles just get together, they pull it out. So they're seen as, as, a, as, a, as, a, as a good kind of pastime sort of thing. So that doesn't help. If you've got one of them, a starting point would be to maybe get rid of that, to yeah. kind of, and, and just change the, the kind of the environment in the house sort of thing. Um, that may be a sort of starting point. Um, and after that, education, as you, as you were saying. Well, the thing is, People are, uh, when, when I was uh, growing up, it, it felt as if there wasn't many other things to do um, in terms of recreation. Um, so now it seems like there's a lot more, and parents are more, in, you know, involved with their children in terms of, before when I was younger, it seemed as if, you know, the dads were at the shop, they, they'd come home late, and the kids were basically left to their own devices. I, I, now, now I feel it's a bit... It's different now. You see people. I mean, there's a mountaineering group now um, yeah. that yeah. runs beers. I mean, there wasn't anything like that. I when don't I was agree with this up. argument and saying that uh, what else can they do? What should our youth do? Yeah, listen. There's so much now available that the council now promotes that you can go and do. It's on your it's on your doorstep. So don't hit me with saying that. What can they do? You know, what I mean, it's well, like it's so, sometimes it, with this generation going on. Um, the the, it's the yeah, parents kick up the that, no the parents sometimes need to give the kids the motivation but sometimes kids will look at their parents they come tired and after work and stuff they're coming home they're tired they don't want to do anything so yeah, the kids yeah. don't don't see, see that and go well if my <coughs> dad can't be bothered then why should I be bothered you know mm. that sort of thing so but it is all about I, I think it, it is from the parents it, it does it can stem from the parents half the time as well yeah so if the parents is willing to get out there and, and show the, the, their children that this is out there in the world you can do this you can do this you so can you, do this you've, you've you can got, go you've, swimming you've got the boots you, and beards walking you've got the, the soul rider cycling you've got uh, swimming you've got uh, just to mention a few you've got I think scouts uh, you had you've got scouts. scouts yeah you've got scouts happening there as well my kids go to scouts and he loves it you've got free swimming which happens it takes place at Glasgow City Council you've got libraries, they've got loads of things happening, so don't hit me with this argument saying that, what can we do with the, the vote, oh, I don't know, they're bored they're right. bored because the, 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 kid, the, the parents themselves are, are bored but I think it's only going to get worse now with what you were saying before with the shisha pens, it's now in your pocket and there's been many cases in the, in the news where kids have been caught with these pens in their pockets and you, you basically you're walking around with it and you can buy it off and, the internet and the worst thing shops, is that these know. shisha pens you, you don't know where they're getting made yeah. And some of them are, you get different quality. Some of them are coming through, are coming from the from the from the far east, and they're bad quality. And the, if you charge them up, they blow up in your face. These sort of things. And there's a lot on the market now. So, I think it's it's like a it's like a what was it? It's a Pandora box ready to burst open. Right. So uh, it's, instead of like just drumming it on now, everyone is aware with with the government's help as well, NHS and that they they have advertised it quite blatantly like smoking shisha isn't good for you. Full stop. <laughs> but as you said, Doctor Butty is. At the end of the day, your choice. Um, if you want to go smoking, or or if you want to do shisha as well. But please, everyone out there, uh, you all know the risks involved. So, some people would say, "Oh, I'm young, you know, I, I'm fit and healthy, you know, a, a shisha a here and there won't won't hurt me." That might be the case, but obviously in the long term, no one ever thinks about that. So please think about the long term more than the short term. Mm. Uh, thank you for listening and uh, goodbye. For more information and to listen to more podcasts, visit us at arc.score or check out the Arc Media app.